And welcome to Earth Riot Radio. I'm Reverend Billy, speaking to you on behalf of this community here in New York, which is called the Earth Church. And like we so often do, we're thinking about that riddle of our time. How could we stay so passive in the face of our genocide? Our killers are right in front of us, killing us, and we're standing there. We're trapped. We're bound and gagged. We're in a prison of isms, religious fundamentalism, neoliberal capitalism, racism, sexism, consumerism. We got isms to the wall. We're in the ism prison. There's only one force, only one superhero that can break us out of our situation, and that is the Earth, the planet Earth, and it is happening. Oh, these heat waves on three continents, unprecedented. Planet Planet, come on now, Earth, please. You're a living being, you're a conscious being, you've made a decision. Come on, help us, break us out of this prison. We're sitting here, we're at the windows, looking through the bars, please, storm. Come down and break down these walls. Earthalooya, somebody give me an Earthalooya. It feels like we're free. Earthalooya, the resistance is successful. Earthalooya. We're involved in sort of a low-key low war against apathy. I don't know how you're doing on apathy over there, but we got a lot of it, boys and girls. A lot of what we do is designed to annoy people to the point where they might, just for a second, question enough of their environment to do something about it. You know, as long as they don't feel their environment and they don't worry about it, they're not going to do anything to change it. And something's got to be done before America scarfs up the world and sessions on it. Musical entertainment. We heard about how people in this land like traditional jazz. And this is sort of a nifty little number with a lilt, a little lift, a little swing to it.
Now, down through the centuries, but more and more in recent decades, lots of human beings badly want to return to that green space, that ideal Earth. We think it's still waiting for us, even though we've been poisoning it. Call it the Garden of Eden complex. Call it the environmental movement. Call it whatever you want, but... We're having trouble getting there because we're locked in the prison of isms. The ism prison. Ooh, we got to climb up the wall, break through the bars, shimmy, drop down, dismantle the fence, get away from the guards who are shooting us. Ooh, my God. Getting out of this prison. Worse than Alcatraz. But as we kill our way toward the Eden wedged in our custom-made apocalypse, we're having trouble seeing straight. Are things clear? We haven't been with the earth in so long. We keep resisting, don't we? We keep bouncing back. I think it's because these uncontrollable wildfires, these mysterious floods, are like accusations to us. We're so proud. We think we made nature. Something we don't think about much 
in this time of earth defending so-called environmentalism how we will have to be humble because the ocean currents the deepest gulf stream is changing direction the the top of the atmosphere itself we call it jet streams i think they're streaming there without our jets but it's the jets that's poisoning it the jets are the poisoner but those jet streams are changing. They're starting to toss and turn in their sleep. And what's happening? Then these atmospheric rivers, waterfalls straight out of the sky is what they are. I talk to my friends in California. They say, this isn't rain. The earth is making it so plain, saying it so straight. We have to join the earth, be the earth, which is what we are, stop denying that we're the earth, join the earth, find out what that means. But are we going to find out if we stay this separate, this arrogant? I don't think so. It's going to take humility, something we don't talk about in the environmental movement very often, humility, getting humble, Let's do it together. Earthalluia. Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. July is on track to become the world's hottest month on record, with some scientists saying the planet may be experiencing its warmest period in 120,000 years. The mean for the first 23 days of July was 16.96 degrees Celsius. On July 6th, the global daily average temperature hit a record 17.08 degrees Celsius. All days since have surpassed the previous record of 16.8 degrees Celsius set in August 2016. The Atlantic Ocean current that keeps large parts of Europe warm could come to an abrupt and catastrophic stop any time in the coming decades, according to a new study published this week. A collapse of the Atlantic meridional overturning circulation was likely to occur around mid-century, perhaps as soon as 2025 and not later than 2095. If the current were to switch off, said Penny Holliday, head of marine physics and ocean circulation at the UK's National Oceanography Centre, it would transform the global climate. Much of the northern hemisphere would be gripped by freezing temperatures. Sea ice would creep south from the North Pole toward Europe. Rainfall would be affected across the planet, drying out some continents and soaking others. This would lead to dramatic change in every nation's ability to provide enough food and water for its population, said Holliday. While a sudden collapse is still seen as unlikely by many scientists, there is broad agreement the current is becoming more erratic. The Supreme Court this week temporarily cleared the way for construction of a 300-mile pipeline capable of carrying 2 billion cubic feet of natural gas daily from northern West Virginia to southern Virginia. The Mountain Valley Pipeline, which has cost more than $6 billion, has been the subject of years of legal challenges from environmental groups, mass action from communities, 
and is nearing completion. A provision concerning the pipeline was tucked into legislation enacted in June to raise the debt limit. The provision, championed by Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat of West Virginia, barred most legal challenges to the construction and said challenges to the provision itself must be brought in a federal appeals court in Washington. The Biden administration proposed a rule this week that would raise the royalties that fossil fuel companies pay to pull oil, gas, and coal from public lands for the first time since 1920, while increasing more than tenfold the cost of the bonds that companies must pay before they start drilling. The new rule, which would also raise various other rates and fees for drilling on public lands, would increase costs for fossil fuel companies by about $1.8 billion between now and 2031. After that, rates could increase again. About half of that money would go to states. Approximately a third would be used to fund water projects in the West, and the rest would be split between the Treasury Department and Interior. Wildfires were burning in at least nine countries across the Mediterranean this week as blazes spread in Croatia, Italy, Portugal, France, Montenegro, and Spain, with thousands of firefighters in Europe and North Africa working to contain flames stoked by high temperatures, dry conditions, and strong winds. Fires are burning in Tunisia, and at least 34 people were killed in Algeria, where 8,000 firefighters battled blazes across the tinder-dry north. Wildfires also broke out in the woodlands of Latakia, a governorate on the Mediterranean in northwestern Syria. They are also burning along the coast of southern Turkey. Greece has also been hit particularly hard this summer with mass evacuations on the islands of Rhodes, Corfu, and Evia. A team of physicists in South Korea is claiming to have created the elusive room temperature ambient pressure superconducting material. Scientists around the world have been trying for more than a century to find a type of material that would conduct electricity without resistance. Discovery of such a material would revolutionize the electricity business because it would mean that electricity would no longer be lost to heat dissipation as it moves along power lines. The papers by the research team have generated much excitement and skepticism in the scientific community. A team of plant and molecular biologists in Sri Lanka report that many types of fungi that break down hardwood trees can also break down polyethylene, a common kind of plastic. Prior research has identified approximately 430 species of fungi and bacteria that are able to break down different kinds of plastic. Earlier this year, China began construction of a wind farm using what were then hailed as the largest turbines ever seen, each with a capacity of 16 megawatts. With the successful switch-on of a turbine with a rotor diameter over twice the length of a football field, the turbine is 500 feet tall, and each single blade is 403 feet and weighs 54 tons. This means that the sweep of the blades as they rotate covers an area of nearly 540,000 square feet. Just one of these turbines should be able to produce enough electricity to power 36,000 households of three people each for one year. A single dose of psilocybin taken in a safe therapeutic environment was all it took to put four women with anorexia nervosa into remission three months later. Far more extensive trials are needed before the viability of the treatment can be confirmed, but considering how devastating the effects of anorexia can be and the limited success of existing treatments, the potential looks remarkable. And now, the sounds of extinction. 
More than 200 endangered species are threatened by the nation's most widely used insecticides, according to a recent analysis by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. The endangered species range from Atwater's greater prairie chicken to the Alabama cave shrimp, from the American burying beetle to the slackwater darter, and the star cactus and four-petal pawpaw are among the 160-plus at-risk plants. The three neonicotinoids are applied as seed coatings on some 150 million acres of crops each year. Neonicotinoids are a group of neurotoxic insecticides similar to nicotine. They are used widely on farms and in urban landscapes. They are absorbed by plants and can be present in pollen and nectar. These chemicals are also sprayed on more than 4 million acres of crops across the U.S., including cotton, soybeans, grains, fruits, vegetables, and nuts. They are likely the most ecologically destructive pesticides seen since DDT. Their effects on humans are not well known, but they are ubiquitous. A 2022 study from researchers at 16 institutions across the U.S. found the chemicals in the urine of 95% of pregnant women in California, Georgia, Illinois, New Hampshire, and New York. A 2023 study found neonics in more than half of wells in eastern Iowa, as well as in the urine of 100% of farmers it tested. They have a devastating effect on bees, impacting their navigation and pollination. And hear the sound of the rusty-patched bumblebee. back again. Children, this apocalypse engulfing us, what do we do? The good move is the next thing that we do after, maybe during, being here now. Be here now. Ever heard that phrase? Look, we are made of the earth and we can watch this fire and flood from the vantage point of the earth if you and I recognize that we are the earth. We're made of the materials of the earth and we're made of the, the, the spirit of the earth. What do you think of that? We, we can see this fire and flood from the view of the earth because we are the earth. It seems like I'm playing a trick on you talking this way, but really we can stop chasing the earth like those storm chasers in those pickup trucks, hitting the gas, chasing that twister. That's a kind of a YouTube real pornography, earth porn. They just want the thrill of being closer to the earth, like the Titanic divers who got swallowed up in their own submarine, 
Or like the grizzly man who got just way too chummy. Or like uh, those climbers near the summit of Mount Everest who are waiting in line along that ridge, like waiting in line at the Walmart. What fools. So don't try to be the voyeur. Don't capture the reality of the earth as if the earth is on a screen or a part of the old cultural rituals that you're used to. That's all colonialism. That's all wrong politics. Take a long walk. Reflect on how, how it is that you are the earth. If the rogue species, the unhappy adolescent human, <laughs> the homo sapiens, violent, constantly unsatisfied, if that's all we are, then we're denying the earth inside. If we accept the earth inside, if we accept that we are an ecosystem, we're full of critters, full of animals, we got birds flying through our chests, we're, we're full of things we can't name. Tens of thousands of living things inside. And then we are inside larger ecosystems. And on and on and on and up, up to the earth. The earth, the living being, made of living beings. So be here now. Be the earth. Now when that is happening, then we know, we know that this violence that is happening is happening inside of us. And we know, we know it's violent. We're not going to run out into that tornado. The tornado is not a cuddly teddy bear. We're not naturalists out of touch with the reality. The tornado is the grizzly bear. Hungry grizzly bear. The tornado must be lived with, though, because cutting out the apex predator in our ecosystems and proceeding towards making the natural world our pet or subject to our economy, our drilling, our, and so forth, subject to our isms. If we demand to put, put that, like I said in my welcome here at the top of the show, if we demand that the earth just come and join us, in our psychological pathologies, all our sicknesses, all our isms, all our prejudices, come on. No. To be good earth activists, we got to take the cure. We got to heal. Try not to get flown up into the air by the force of the earth, but pray, dream, meditate, sing. Be the magic, be the earth. Observe the earth with, yes, it's violence as well, but in a loving way. See the wind and the waves in a loving way. Don't just be afraid. Lions and tigers and bears too, well, they are real. And we eventually, with this spiritual approach becoming a species inside that ecosystem, inside the common the common space of life, the earth will be good to us there. We will be good to the earth, the earth will be good to us because it's, well, the earth isn't separate from us. Hard for us to understand. Do you believe this, what I'm saying? Do you want to? I think you want to. 
We can do this together, Earth Alluia.